It's regular features. It's regular features. It's regular features. Hoy! Ahoy! Thundercats. How the piss is everybody doing? Good. I tell you what, I'm tired. I cannot wait. All I want to do right now, more than anything in the world, yeah. is watch the season finale of series two of The Expanse and maybe have a big wank. What is that? It's regular features. Also sponsored by sci-fi.com. What, what is The <laughs> Expanse? It's on Netflix, right? Why not you watch bloody The love Expanse? Netflix. Why not watch The Expanse and have a big wank? Sponsored by sci-fi.com. And wanking. I keep the <laughs> Netflix keeps banging on about the expanse to me in my recommendations. It's all right. What's I'll say it, what, what's right? it about? Um it's about You you get through telly as well, man. Mm, Fair play. I, I don't really actually. I don't watch that much stuff, but when I'm yeah. on it, I'm on it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. It's basically like it's like Mars and Earth and, and then people who live in space yeah. are all like having a bit of a ruckus. What is the expanse between? Because uh, Mars, two, two things need to border. An Mars and Earth. My, Mars and Earth, mate. My fucking experience. listen to him. But it's mainly just space. It's mainly like the idea of being like, fucking hell, there's uh, loads yeah. of this, isn't it? They were there? like, Tony, you're not calling this program space, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call it something else. What about uh, space than a year? You call it the year of where it is in. It's based on um, a series of books that are really good, apparently. Um, but yeah, to be honest, first series I thought was all right. It was kind of like, it was doing a bunch of stuff. It was a bit... Sci-fi. It was a bit like Blade Runnery. Yeah, but cheap man's. Are you going to tell me I've got to give it a whole season's chance? No, I enjoyed good. it. Yeah, I enjoyed the first season, right? And like, it was perfectly enjoyable TV. But in the second season, it's really found its feet, um, mm. and it's really kind of come together. It's pushed itself up by its bootstraps, and it does a nice thing. What I like about it now, and I find myself sitting there nodding, going, mm, "This is yeah, this well is done, good well done, Expanse." Yeah. The fact that. <laughs> That's what I would have done. You're a good program because you've done what I would have it is, done. It does, like, <laughs> characters don't have allegiance to each other. Like, okay. They'll end up, like, working together for a bit, but then having characters actually going, actually, I don't like actually, what you've just this, done, so yeah. I'm fucking off. Or, like, people who don't get on who then, like, don't do that thing of going, well, I'm never working with you because you're bad. People go, yeah. well, obviously, uh, we're kind of aligned now, so we'll Fuck. work together. Yeah. So, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, like. so it's like just constantly shifting and it's quite enjoyable when characters don't do that thing of going, I think you're wrong, but let's stick together, working yeah, together let's for, keep it going anyway. forever. Like, you are a real cunt, but I will still go out with you for exactly. another two years. Yeah. For another two seasons. <laughs> for another two seasons. <laughs> Until yeah. we need a dramatic point. Yeah, and it's quite rapid. People just go, I'm off now. I don't yeah. like this. Bye. And you're like, oh, Where right. do they go? Space. <laughs> <laughs> into the expanse yeah. and it's got space mormons in it if you're not sold it's got space mormons who and they've play, got a gigantic ship space mormons loads of people mate wait so it's like is it like because don't the mormons believe in something mad about space so, so they're basically saying the mormons, the mormons are right well I think the mormons are mormon show. are you a mormon I'm a mormon so now yeah push your oh, mormon look, agenda on this podcast if you watch this show you become a mormon it's weird I have like loads of wives now too many too many wives. Um, so if anyone's got any tips for that, that'd be great. Does anyone ever yep. used to watch them? Number them. I think that's probably the most first thing. When you've got loads of wives, number them. I've got one of those little um, guns that you can like use to write little sticky labels. I fucking love Don't them. Don't get the sell-by date on it, because that's quite insulting if you give your wife a sell-by date. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, and because they get rocketed, what? No, it's best to just label them without that. Just just any other form of sticky label, as long as it's not got a sell-by date on it. Otherwise, it's or a rude. price. Yeah, otherwise it's rude. <laughs> or a <Yeah>. price. <laughs> reduced reduced to this that's what my my sticker would say <laughs> have yeah. I really been reduced to this that'd be great <laughs> insane if you that, uh, it'd be worth it it'd be worth getting rid of that wife just for that have I been reduced to this <laughs> yes you have love now on you go to the next Mormon family she, she gets descended on by those supermarket vultures that were just waiting for it to happen what what 
Do the Mormons believe? <laughs> do you want to know? <laughs> have we not talked about this? Yet? Maybe we haven't. I've actually seen the Book of this. Mormon. So have I. I have no <laughs> idea. It's because you get distracted by all the songs. Yeah. That's how religion works, all right? That's how shit Book of Mormons is. Get rid of the songs. Tell us straight up what Mormons The Mormon believe. thing is... Don't is, like coffee, do they? Shit like that. <laughs> There's, um, Rule number one. <laughs> no beans. No Nescafe. Or beans of any get kind. Get that in espresso in the fucking bin. That's not what God wants. Now, uh, Mormons believe in a bunch of stuff, um, but the crucial nice. thing is... you're making it sound like you know things while saying precisely nothing. Well, yeah. the thing I always remember is where it, where the, the stuff came from, where the rules came from, where the discovery of this ancient... It's all about an ancient kind of uh, person who was maybe pre-Jesus, who was more important than Jesus. What? Are you sure it's not Jesus' adventures in America? Um, oh, maybe Could be. it was. I think it was related to somebody else, though. Are you thinking of Zenu? <laughs> No, I'm not. That's uh, the Scientology. You're always show. thinking about Xenu, man. I love Xenu. Oh, come on, can we go to Xenu land, Dad? No, but he found these 12 plates, these 12 golden plates. That's that had, it. Uh, and they were written in an ancient language which no one understood and no oh, one had yeah. seen. And he decoded them himself. Yeah, by putting his head in a hat and pretending to decode them. It was yeah. kind of... I'm. We are just going through an episode of South Park now, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's what he asked about it. <laughs> give, it, so, give, it, give, it give it to me. Not straight. Less, well, that's it. less straight. All right, all right. The straight deal is a very, very new religion. It's not ancient at all. No, right. but it's, it, but he's thought they were ancient plates. But basically, no one ever saw these plates apart from this one guy. And what right. I loved is he set up a little curtain in his house, yeah, so that he could do it on that side of the house without on his wife seeing. And no, it basically the the first rule that the god had told him was no one is allowed to see these plates apart from you. So he basically decoded uh, them all, especially not that lying, <laughs> like your wife, perhaps honest wife of yours, <laughs> that wife who might have a problem with rule Get number six, <laughs> have as many wives as you want. Cause yours isn't hot enough. It's unbelievably, it's, it's probably up there in my kind of flimsy religion basis. Yeah. It's, it's cracking. Anyway. Yep. Just watch yep. South Park. It, it, it has yet to get the veneer of respectability that comes with being 2000 years old. And that's my deep thing of the day. <laughs> deep thing of the day. Soon I'll be talking about penises and how they go right in my mouth and up my bum. Regular, 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 So boys, I haven't done much over the last uh, weeks, but I did go yeah. to... The video game BAFTAs. Did you? Oh, I you fucking s- socialite piece of shit. I did. Cocaine champagne socializer. Whenever I think about the video game BAFTAs, I always think about a PR. I, this is before my time, but a PR promising you that you were allowed to go to the video game <laughs> BAFTAs and you turned up in a fucking tux. <laughs> and she just goes, yeah, press room's over there, mate. Uh, help yourself to all the red wine you want. And you're wearing a tux in a press room. And I was like, I, I don't, fucking love that. I, it's amazing. I was like, I don't fucking need this. I walked around for as much as I could just seeing if I knew anyone, didn't know anyone. So I walked around fucking Mayfair in a tux <laughs> looking like a sad <laughs> aristocrat. A sad hairy aristocrat who doesn't know how to hold himself. Well, I had a similar, <laughs> I had a similar night. <laughs> Because basically, what same PR. Was, she's out here again, boys. What happened was, uh, I, I got invited as a plus one with Bratters, Mr. Right. Chris Bratt. Okay, yeah. So he's been on regular features once. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he basically won a competition. It was like they just got two tickets to the Baftas. And right. He didn't realise that the tickets we got were shit tickets. <gasps> so he, I just turned up in my wedding suit. I no fucking cash money for me. I just used something old. It's a good suit. Hey, it's a lovely suit. But that's he, how the Baftas. Something old. Something new. Something borrowed. Bratters. <laughs> Chris Bratt. <laughs> Fucked you. <laughs> uh, 
He, he'd actually rented a, a tux. No way. He had a cummerbund. He had a fucking cummerbund. And then we got there and we were going about to go down the red carpet and they kind of looked at our tickets and shuffled us oh. down this side door. And then we found ourselves in a room with like a lot of people who were smartly dressed, but not as smartly as ours. Right. And we didn't recognise anyone. No, that was, yeah. the, even the press area, I was like, who the fuck is this? Well, I, I, yeah. I thought I knew a few people from the press, but it was all like, It was the weirdness actually of being like, there must have been about 150 people there. And not yeah. only did neither me or Chris <laughs> recognise anyone, none of us, no one recognised us, which was, for a game all right, thing, mate. No, but that's weird. <laughs> you know, like, that's weird. Like, he's bloody Eurogamer as well. Like, you know, you think somebody yeah. would go, oh, like nothing. You walk in the room going, Mad Lees has arrived. <laughs> trying to pay. Chris, I, carry my train. I tried to pay like a you guy. You are a lucky to do press that. people tonight, for you have been visited. It wasn't a press room, it was a, it was just a kind of a people room. who bought tickets for the game's BAFTAs. Right. <laughs> Which is a sad set. It was pretty much, yeah, but it was I knew something was off when we arrived and realized that the bar was was paid. <laughs> so we paid like uh, we spent twenty quid on two bottles of beer each. Um Shut up. Oh it was yeah, yeah, five pounds each and not. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. But still, still, still. for a bottle yeah. of Bex. Anyway, and then we went and sat through it. It was a bloody hour and a half. And then they went, uh, uh, I remember the words. It was like, um, everybody with dinner tickets, please make your way across uh, to the other side of the building. Uh, everyone else, security will show you the way out of the. <laughs> And it was just oh, like, yes. okay. So then, I mean, we're like, okay. So you smashed the place up. Um, we basically did like an almost. Partridge style thing of standing around and then seeing loads of people who we knew, right? Who were then going over to dinner, who mm. came over and went, Oh, hey! And then we kind of went, You know what? Actually, we're not staying, but we were tempted to do the Partridge style thing of being like, We'll be in in a minute. You go ahead. We'll be in in a minute. We're right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> and then running away. Um, but Ugh. it was wonderful that then when we were leaving, we we were walking and we said, And Brat decided to uh, smash place. We were like, Oh, excuse me. Um, do you know the way out? <laughs> the security guy, because we were both so smart, went, Oh, you guys not staying for dinner? <gasps> and Pratt said, "Oh no, I'm not feeling terribly well." <laughs> so he just like lied to this random security man. Oh. But then it was very sad, and and like Pratt, we basically just stood around outside, and Pratt was like, he's a bit gutted because obviously he dressed up and he, he rented and spent money on it, he and then the spent tux. and the ten quid on two bottles of beer. I thought oh. it was hilarious for all of the night. To be honest, I was just pissing myself laughing. If you're thinking about this exact moment, you're just like, you know what? I'll tell my boys about this on the I podcast. I did literally say to and Chris, they love I was it. like, the thing is, when you record a weekly podcast, any misfortune <laughs> <Yeah>. is great. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Anything. At the like time, smashing a baby's head out Fine. of a pram, <laughs> getting on. We got 25 minutes out of that, boys. <laughs> Do you? I'm surprised you didn't ask that bloke if you could take a photo of his damaged baby. Yeah, for the art for the album art <laughs> oh actually I don't know how that's going to crop to square very well can do it again <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah no it was um, it was it was quite cute because Brat then was I you know took him on a bus and we went to Pizza Express <laughs> oh that's <laughs> a treat for him isn't it <laughs> he was so awkward all the way on the bus he was Aww. like I mean he was in a he was in a tux on a, on a on a night bus well not yeah and then we went it to feels like he's Pizza like he, he's a f- very funny man. And if you don't know who he is, you should check him out on He's Eurogamer's lovely. video channel. I love him. Like, uh, Chris if, Bratt. Chris Bratt. keep calling him Britta, Bratters, Bratters, Chris yeah. Bratt is his name. Um, but he, yeah, he Bratt us on Twitter. But he's a, he's a very funny man. So I would have thought, well, he's not a man, he's a fucking child. But um, <laughs> I would have thought, He's a bloated child. I would have, I would have thought that he he's funny enough that he would see the funny side Oh, I'm sure it. he will. I just think at the time it was a yeah. bit... And I mean, I was sort of oh, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, but just at the moment you say, well, you're on a date and say, well, do you want to go and have sex? And they say, no. You, you know that you're good enough to take a rejection, but there's about five to ten seconds where you can't be cool about it. Yeah. So so you're, you're, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. 
Don't have sex with you anyway. You're not even attractive. And then, then you can be cool. Then, then you go, let's be friends. Oh. As someone who's come to terms with his diminishing relevance in video games, I just thought it was fucking hilarious. But I, I, I admit, <laughs> I if you actually great. are trying to maintain some sort of face in that industry, it's probably quite frustrating. Yeah. Admittedly, though, I was laughing the whole fucking night, especially when we were in uh, Pizza Express and they were like, uh, oh, what kind of dough balls do we want? I'm like, the best. <laughs> like, and when I arrived in Pizza Express, what do you think? I was so tempted to say, I believe we have a reservation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just, we had a fun night. But then I got home and, and suddenly just went to bed and at one in the morning was just dipping off to sleep. And I suddenly, my brain just went, oh yeah, you're just completely uh, irrelevant and all of your peers are storming off ahead of you and doing really well and your life is a joke. And then I couldn't sleep for about three hours. So oh, don't I, say uh, that. So I had, uh, I mean, there we go. There we are. I had the, I had the last laugh there. My mind, yeah. my mind all night was like, this is hilarious. And then as soon as I got home, it was like, it's not that fucking funny, is it? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see <laughs> it's, that. It's funny when you've got someone who's taking it a little bit more serious than yes, you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as that person was gone, my psyche yeah. just went, Right. Oh, it was yeah. like, you know, on the Shreddies well, you're advert. You're going to fuck it up at least. Where, where the Shreddies monster goes, bum, bada, bum, bum, bum. The representation of hunger yeah. in the Shreddies advert goes, bum, bada, bum, 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 bada, bum, bum. It was like that for the ego. But then I woke up the next day and I was fine. Yeah. So don't ever you're go to the BAFTAs, right, even if you get invited, because it's probably a trap. It's, I mean, the video games BAFTAs, the fact that you can buy uh, tickets to it suggests that it's shite. Well, I think you can probably buy tickets to the real BAFTAs as can well. You? Probably. It's probably just really expensive. Mm. I'm sure they do. I mean, come I on, don't they, know. Absolutely. Come on, who's he's going to want to sit at the back? You're not going to get Dame Judy Dench sitting at the back, are you? Someone's got to cough up for those seats. Yeah, I think it happens all the time. Yeah. I think I think there are there are people who the idea of going along and sitting there. But the thing well, was, unless you get it paid for by a company, there's some fucking. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of pub, we were surrounded by publishers who just yeah. got along to cheer along some of their games. Some shite. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, um, I think when Virginia won something, five oh five next to us went really, and I'm like, good for good for you guys. Yeah, it's a good have, game. Yeah, small publisher, have fun, have a nice night out. Um, but. I mean, the stupid thing for me was I spent the entire of the awards dicking around and doing a running Twitter joke that I had one photograph of, of Chris reading the, the brochure for the evening. And I just, for every single award, I just went like, oh yeah, that's the award for like, you know, best audio design. Uh, Chris is still reading his comics uh, and just pretended he was just reading comic <laughs> books the whole thing. So I just basically like <laughs> the whole thing I was there for, yeah. I disrespected. And then when it was like, right now it's time for the, the fun part. Yeah. We didn't get to do the fun part. At least. Did you think of a thing that BAFTA could stand for, like I did with GMA, Gay Man's Anus? Mm, I mean, no. No, I didn't. No, you didn't have enough time. Yeah, you just sure doing that. his I was tweets, busy. mate. I was busy. I was doing a lot of tweets. Um, um, so really, I didn't deserve to go to the party because I was just being really disrespectful. <laughs> at, least, at, least, at least at the BAFTAs, if you have to sit there and watch it, at least it's actually... Bigger arseholes fit two arms. There you go. Nice. <laughs> at, at least it's actually the people who made the games doing it. Like, I once had to work at the Golden Joysticks. Oh, my God. Now that I don't work for uh, Future Publishers, I can tell you that they're all part of shite. I remember like- I mean, I think I was saying that when I was there, yeah, to be, to be honest. Fair. I remember interviewing um, the fucking uh, <laughs> Portal 2 one game of the year. And I, and I was doing all the I interviews on like the winner's run thing. And there was some fucking prick, like PR from uh, EA. Yeah, because they were down. distributing it, weren't they? Yeah, oh. and he just came down. It was just it's like- the orange box. He literally <laughs> was just like, I can't believe we've won. It's just, a oh man, it's amazing. It's a lot of hard work. But I was like, shut the fuck up. You didn't do fuck all on it, mate. Like, it's some dick at work, some agency. Anyway, oh, that's what I think. No, it's great. They had all the big people there. You had your Ken Levines. Your... Jeff Kaplan uh, was there? Yeah, Jeff Kaplan. Yeah, Brat was going mad about Ken that. Yeah, was there. 
Yeah, he's fucking everywhere. Oh, was he? No, they, no, he was there for Rezzed. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm getting mixed up. And he was came... there for the slightly more highbrow edge of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had, Pop, I had, I had popping it peeled strawberries into his mouth one that's, by that's one. That's true. The strawberry thing, I got it confirmed. Absolutely true. What? Yeah, he's a man who insists on strawberries. Mm. Insist on strawberries that have been had the tops of them trimmed off the little green bits. Sure. I heard that he did that on a press tour, and I did not believe the story yeah. because I thought, nah, that sounds too far fetched. I found, I had it confirmed. He does that when he was. He did that when he was in the office. Yeah, she requested well. it. So yeah, he's a little bit of a cunt. Whoa, I think he's a cunt. Anyway, you can say that. Hey, I'm not in the games industry. What's he going to do? Sue my pub? No, <laughs> no, because you can beat him up. <laughs> I can he, beat him he's up. He's very muscular, according he's hard, to Kotaku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> I love the way you start like that. <laughs> I think I always do that. Yeah, it's good. I, I don't realise I do it, but I think yeah. it's just my default. Yeah. I've, I've got my own catchphrase. Good. Finally. But speaking as a gay man. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's my second catchphrase. I'm doing that all the time. Right now. <laughs> I recently saw a video called Dairy is Scary on YouTube. And it is basically a video showing you lots of brutalized cow's tits. And to the point where I have decided, well, I am going to eat cows because that's normal and part of things. (laughs) I don't want to drink the milk that comes out of their tits anymore. Yeah, I've got my mate Liam doesn't drink milk because he saw a similar video. I don't want to know about this stuff. Yeah, it's pleasant. so I'm, I'm already absolutely like absolutely fucking buzzing. I'm already keep coming back on. Uh, no, I don't want to know. Shall I just leave for this? <laughs> bit? I don't want to know. Just cancel the feature. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not about that. It's, it's good. Basically, Better not be. Because otherwise there's, I'm there's going. Because no, like, I bloody love milk. There's not much I do in my life that needs milk. So, uh, but if I take lattes like, out of my life, I've got nothing. <laughs> what, what you've got? What is Matt Lee's without lattes? Matt lattes. Matt. Well, if you take all the letters lattes. of lattes oh. out of Matt Lee's, M- all you've got is no am. And he am nothing without lattes. <laughs> exactly. It's an essential part of my name. Ham S. Hams. <laughs> and hams um, come from pigs. <laughs> what I do like to eat tonight. What's for dinner? Hams. Oh. Uh, so, um, yeah. <laughs> This so, so basically, <laughs> where am I? Well, I've forgotten what I'm supposed to be saying. What's for dinner? We're entertaining ourselves, and that's all. I don't know why I'm so tickled by Ams for dinner. So, yeah, so I'm trying to. The only place I really have milk regularly is in me porridge. So I Googled what is the best milk. Yeah. Non dairy, non dairy milk yep. right. to have. In your porridge. With your ams. No. Yams, maybe. Ams, no. I do not want to make any little cow have her tits sucked off raw by a metal by a sheath. Just for my Why don't you do all pleasure. the milking then? Instead of just stopping drinking milk. Yeah, milk why, why not I stop get, the machine? I want a do cow it all yourself. strapped to the side of my house with one udder trapped <laughs> in a, a sash window. <laughs> 
That feels like it's another machine, <laughs> to yeah, be honest. Just as bad, if not worse. I, I want my house to be a machine for living in, and I want the cows to be a part of that. Okay. No, but basically, um, what I found, the first result, was a, a website called Porridge Lady. And um, she, wow. she is quite the character. It's done by the same people as Fake Taxi. <laughs> I was the. What's the premise of that in your head? Uh, a lady, a lady who makes porridge. You go around for men, and then they shag her, or while she's covered in porridge. Don't know. I haven't thought it through. Porridge, <laughs> porridge you can lick off or allow to set. Do I you just save wanna, the lady from her own porridge. Yeah. straight into the pitching room. Yeah, you are, you are you are there with the company that run Fake Taxi. So, like, Gavin, today you've, you're here with Porridge Lady. What's the? No, what's the I idea? run Fake Taxi. You run Fake Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> is, and is Porridge Lady the driver or part of the company? She can drive, so if we I wanted would, to, she I can let her drive. It's There'd essentially in charge for where she sat on the seat. We bought an ice cream van, really cheap, and we've turned the cone that was outside into a makeshift porridge thing. So she's going to drive that around, and people are going to go hear the noise and go, "The Porridge Lady's here." But when they come out, Mum, she whacks Mum. The porridge lady is coming. I mean, to be honest, I reckon just just cut the whole wanking off bit out of that and go to East London. You've made your first million there. Yeah. Porridge van. You've got a beard. Quit your job. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> anyway. Well, I, I just want to read this. This is the article I found in, as a way of trying to get me into making cruelty-free porridge. Okay. Yep. And this is Porridge Lady. Top five tips for dairy-free porridge. On my recently travels, I met a woman with what I can only describe as porridge revulsion. So bad was this lady's dislike of the mighty oat that she could not even bring herself to wash up her husband's porridge pan after breakfast. I'm pleased to note that he is a porridge fan. <laughs> Shocked, but curious. I had to know why, and the answer, the lady has a total aversion to milk. How do you make dairy-free porridge is a common question I get asked on Twitter. Whether you are lactose intolerant or just don't like milk, here are my top tips for a dairy-free porridge. She's um, She's got that internet writing style that I fucking can't abide, where you just need too many words to pad out your blog post. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm into cooking now, and that's a thing. And it, it's really bad being into cooking, because especially when you start like coming up with like alternative recipes and being like, I wonder if I can make... When you've got like something wrong, I want a fusion. Make, if I can make banana bread with yogurt instead of like because you've not got any milk or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. And you start typing these things in, you get to food blogs, and they've got like eighteen paragraphs about their dog before they with, with photos of the food that you want to get to. Yeah. So it's like pop up ads for a website you can never get to. It's like this is what you're making, oh, but constantly you're like you're running down a corridor, and the end of the corridor is stretching away from you forever. And there's dogs everywhere. Dogs yeah. popping out of doors and running, having scampering across, having chase scenes like in Scooby Doo. Yeah. Every time you. you open a door, it's the wrong door, but six dogs come out until the corridor is just. Full of dogs and you're being crushed to death and it's wonderful, but Certainly, still... I think I don't care so much about porridge and I'm in the corridor of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> How do you make porridge without milk, Log? Is it perhaps just with water? Tip one, you don't actually need milk to make porridge. That, well, that's not a tip, that's why we're here. Um, a lot of people add milk to oats to get a creamier texture to porridge, but if you use good quality fresh oats, they will have a lovely finish without milk. No clues yet. I'll that's have a just, lovely that's just That's just dry oats, woman. Yeah, she hasn't mentioned a liquid at all. <laughs> Porridge lady, you're giving me dry oats. <laughs> Seriously dry oats, love. Tip two, cook oatmeal. And like, I honestly thought that that was a joke because I, I thought that's what porridge is. It's just oatmeal, isn't it? I'm an idiot. Yeah. 
And then I thought this, all this sent, was a joke. This sent me down a no, no, this is a real blog post. Oh. This sent me down a porridge rabbit hole. And by rabbit hole, I meant Googling types of porridge. <laughs> Apparently, Gart is a stiff porridge eaten in Atricia and Ethiopia. Hasty pudding is a pudding or porridge of grains made in the United States that was popularized in the song Yankee Doodle Dandy. Hasty and Crenshbridge is a Greningrin North Drenthia traditional soup or porridge like dessert with the juice of berries that is eaten either warm Ooh, or cold. Lovely. I mean, I'm so far out of my depth now regarding porridge. I don't know why I'm here on this website. I, I, I'm just, I just want to go where the rice I mean, taking me. I think Bircher is a bit like porridge, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And you can I'm make that sure, with apple juice. I'm pretty sure the dude who invented with apple juice? Bircher is called it John Bircher. I'm pretty sure he invented porridge. Really? Oh, I'm, I'm almost positive he had a hand in it. Well, that brings me... He's had a hand in my <laughs> porridge. <laughs> it's Jordan Butcher. <laughs> Don't tell everybody. They'll all want one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Butcher muesli. We just get muesli yeah, well, and that... then just pour apple juice over it, put it in the fridge and then call it a meal well, that's tomorrow. You say that. I, I, I was more confused by tip three, which was use fruit juices. Fruit juices make a lovely alternative to milk, especially when making porridge in the warmer months. I use a variety of juices, including my homemade scrumpy apple juice. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even know what fucking porridge is anymore. <laughs> no, no, she is bending <laughs> yeah. the laws of physics here a little bit. I mean, tip four was try a spoonful of coconut oil. I'm like, why Why not, I guess? If nothing's forbidden, everything's mandatory. Let's fucking go for it. <laughs> People on food blogs are convinced that you can do fucking anything with coconut oil. Yeah. Like, they're just like, it replaces, like, wood. Use it to make a, a barbecue. Yeah. Air, airplane, just have a mouthful of it, put some bubblegum in there, blow a bubble, you can fly away to wherever you fucking want. <laughs> Cures beards. I mean, it's just everything. And tip five... Try a dairy milk alternative. Cheers, porridge lady. Ah, there we go. And there's a range of dairy-free milks. We're in barley, quinoa, coconut rice, and even an oat milk. And she puts an exclamation mark after that because I think she finds the idea of oat, oat milk. milk on oh, no. That, that tickled her pink. Slowed yeah. down. She's then, and then she says, you're spoiled for choice, not flavour. And I think if you're spoiled for choice, that means there's lots of choice. So if you say you're not spoiled for flavour, that means there's not much flavour. So you you need to, I don't know what your language is. Woman. Mixed fucking metaphor right there. there. Then, porridge at the end of all that, a nut. I found Porridge Lady's Diary. <laughs> Where was it, on a bench? Yeah. I want to read you a few bits of her diary. I hope in this she ends up wanking off John Bircher. <laughs> Write that, that now. <laughs> Fucking hell, I've got it in. I hope he washes his hands before he puts them in my porridge. <laughs> 17th of March. Dear Diary, it's been too long since I last recorded a porridge in your OT pages. I do hope you not. I do hope you don't think this reflects poorly on my devotion to porridge. If anything, I haven't had time to write down all the porridges I've eaten because I've been using the time between porridges to stare at a big sack of silky oats. I'm thinking of decorating my living room by gluing oats to the wall. Then if I stand close enough, it might appear that my entire world is oats. Now that's a world I want to live in, unlike this one, where not everyone loves porridge. Sometimes I think of this and weep into my porridge, and then I fill my husband's guitar with that porridge and make him play Hotel California on it. 19th of March. My husband have learned. My husband has learned. My husband have learned. Recently. <laughs> Ooh, my husband learned good. <laughs> he learned the best. <laughs> he learned quickly, if he know what good for him. Husband. Husband learned, in my company at least, to limit his opinions on porridge to a high bracket of extreme enthusiasm. I recently asked him what he thought the best thing in the world was. And after two minutes of silence, he replied, Porridge? And then he winced, as if waiting for punishment. 
The big silly. I said, that's right, honey, smiled and opened my mouth and let him finger out a bit of the porridge I was keeping there. He ate some, but didn't look as ecstatic as I wanted him to, so I bit his finger and warned him not to fall asleep that night. He eventually did nod off at 4am, only to wake up to a brutal porridge boarding. (laughs) 25th of March. Easter is coming, and you know what that means? Porridge. All the lovely children... All, all running around on their annual porridge hunt in which they run around looking for Easter eggs and I dress up in a ghillie suit and fling plates of porridge like hard frisbees at their rib cages. 28th of March. <laughs> Word has got back to me from the village that the local rector has not been eating his porridge in the mornings. How can a man of the cloth preach the word of God without having a tummy full of porridge? I took the liberty of filling a font of his... <laughs> I took the liberty of filling his font with a rich cream blend of oatmeal and almond milk and dabbing a little bit of porridge on the stigmata wounds on the crucifix. When it comes to Sunday, I will use my mutant powers to fill his lungs with porridge. (laughs) 2nd of April. Today I just sat down for a while and decided to enjoy the simple things in life. Porridge is very simple (laughs) and I enjoy it immensely. So I ate a lovely bowl of porridge. It's at moments like this when I am set in my room, scooping palmfuls of oats between my legs and making angels with my children. (laughs) Sorry, Jesus. Um, I know what it truly feels like to be alive. I I like this. 4th of April. Oh, I've received an email from my website today. I must get get dozens of emails a month with questions about porridge ranging from who invented porridge? Answer, I don't know, but I'd like to to buy him a porridge. (laughs) To how do you feel about porridge being used as a word to define the period of time that a criminal spends in prison? Well, the answer is, I don't mind at all, because prisoners serve porridge, just like I serve porridge to my children in the mornings. And also, like I serve porridge, my lord and master, and the source of my uncanny mind powers. Mind powers like this one, that will make Gavin Matt now briefly bicker about how much they like porridge. Oh, I, lo- I like I it more than you. I'm actually listening to this so sad that I haven't eaten more porridge over the winter. I I've, e- I've eaten way more porridge I than you. fucking love ever. it. You couldn't handle my porridge. Mm, I don't know, Boys! Yeah. Boys! There's more than enough porridge to go around. Of that you can be sure. 7th of April. What's <laughs> that noise? I stood at my window last night and I screamed the word porridge so loudly that the shockwaves came from my mouth. In the morning... Every word in the local newspaper was just the word porridge. I hope this un- I hope this doesn't undermine trust in the free press at this precarious time in our country's democracy. Tenth of April. This is good. Sometimes people ask me what my favourite racing game is. You'd think it would be Porridge Racer. I do love Porridge Racer, although I actually prefer Forza Horizon. I like the, I like the open world and the feeling of discovery and exploration. Not to mention the addictive alerts that pop up when a friend beats your scores. It is so addicting. I am addicted to this visceral action. Sadly, there is no porridge in it, so I must give it two out of ten. <laughs> you just do your you game of freelance at the same time. <laughs> you can't just admit this. <laughs> I'll file the same copy in two yeah. places. Yeah. I have d- readers. Can you spot, sorry, can you spot somewhere where I've recently reused copy from an old magazine I used to work at? If you can, I will give you the money from that month's commission. Please look. 11th of April. I cuffed up some porridge into a hanky today. I've seen movies. I know what this means. I'm dying of porridge in me neck. 
So I'm going to poison the town's porridge supply and summon a legion of porridge homunculi to replace us so that they can murder anyone who comes into town. <laughs> and that's my pitch for a new slow-burning Netflix original. So uh, there you go, Porridge Lady, Netflix original. I like it. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> that's... I love it. Porridge Lady. I'll watch that on Netflix, but I'll watch any old shit. <laughs> yeah, The Expanse. The Expanse, fuck's sake. It's Por- quite good. Porridge kind of that, expands when it, you uh, put it in a microwave. It does. Uh, it absorbs the liquid. <laughs> Just I'll, tell you what I like. I'll tell you one thing I do like, like I thought about The Expanse that I love. What? When the guy who wrote the books, right? And they were like, oh, I'm going to make this in a TV show, right? They were like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it in a TV show. And then the TV people went, obviously, though, we're not going to be able to do all of like, you know, the ethnicities and stuff the same and the genders the same because you've got like someone who's half Iraqi here, you've got someone who's like half African here. And, and that shit like, won't fly. And he, and he just went like, yeah, you are. Yeah. You, you'll, you'll get all the right people. You'll get them. And they were yeah. like, uh. So yeah, I just love that. That them going, obviously we're going to have to make like half the people <laughs> They're white. All gonna be white. And they just went, no. And, and then yeah. you're like, no, I want four blacks and they all eat in porridge. <laughs> or oh, I walk. One, that's porridge one lady, for each, mate. One for each point oh, yeah. of the porridge eating black compass. <laughs> You've been binging too much Netflix, mate. Not everything is about fucking porridge anymore. Yet. I think I, I honestly think I, the OA changed me. <laughs> in terms of Netflix that, now. I just thought, I don't want to watch Netflix anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, fair. <laughs> then Prison Break came on. I thought, oh, I'll, try, I'll finally find out if that guy is hot. What about, what about if the river underneath the little glass cabinet had been porridge instead oh. of water? Oh. They now would have had into it. a lot less of difficulty passing things through the river, wouldn't they? Yes, yeah, nice. Slow that pace right down. And they'd be like, I can't find what you put in. It's just little bits of like rehydrated apple. It's, I thought it was going to be oats, but apparently there's barley, quinoa, and all manner of grain in here. So what are you going to go for? What What is the... Well, it, it turns out almond milk... Turned out I've... It took me so long to have a look for different milk that I don't care about any cows. Like, what? They're all dead now. You use the water. Water and a bit of salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would... Yeah, I would milk... I would grab their little udders and make them raw myself with my own hands <laughs> and not for the milk, just to punish them for getting us to this stage in evolution. Fuck Fair. Cows. Yeah. I wonder what it'd be like jamming an udder into your tear duct. Mm. I love it with dicks, but I don't know about what it is like with others. You love it with dicks? Fucking jamming a dick into your eye duct, yeah. Shut up. Fuck, it's hot. Gays are weird, man. <laughs> Ramming a dick into your eye. I don't yeah. want to kink shame you, but no. I don't think this is a gays are weird thing. I think this is a logs, a logs weird, weird thing. thing. Yeah, sorry. It's not sorry, fair to be. Sorry, gays. I think that's bad, yeah. I just like imagining that if I've got one in each eye, I'm like a crab. <laughs> <laughs> What has happened to us? <laughs> regular features, 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 regular 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 features
Well, I don't know about you. <laughs> speaking as a, gay as a gay man, man. <laughs> speaking as a gay man, I love going and spending my bank holiday Mondays in a fucking boiling hot theater. I'm oh, gutted. Listening. I'm not going to be able to be for this one. It's all right to be able to be like I'm not going to exist. Yeah. I'm not going to exist for this one. I'd ask you not out of respect one. for the podcast. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. That's fair enough. But everyone's gonna. You guys are all going to meet up and and have some bank holiday. Bans. Uh, yeah, some fun. Let's get fucking annihilated in the day and then do the podcast wrecked. Let's say I'm not going to be there, so I yeah. take no responsibility for anything. Yeah. For anything that happens. I would love to have the whole weekend off and come down. I'm funny. It's a fucking busy weekend. Yeah. Why don't we I'm come fun. up and do the bank hole? Why don't we come up and do the uh, the pub quiz on the Sunday and then come down? We'll just do the live show up in Nottingham. We'll just have to tell Canal Cafe Theatre. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll live stream pull it. it. Pull yeah. it. We'll pull, pull it. it. Pull, <laughs> pull the stream. Can it? Imagine um, that if it's just live on it. No, that would be embarrassing. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's going to be the first of May. May. Bank holiday Monday. Canal Cafe Theatre. If you're, if you're having a long bank holiday boozy time, then just, yes, yes, can yes. just take it one more day. Yeah. Just yeah. maybe go into work on Tuesday a little bit rough around the edges. Yeah. Honestly, we normally sell out. Mm. So do it. Get in there pretty sharpish if you want to make it a special occasion for yourself. Oust some of the people that we're frankly getting sick of now. Aye. Well, I am going to be away for a little while. I'm going to be away Not for away. a couple of weeks. So, yeah, I know, right? Gav just did a, like, a cartoon double take. Double where he take. just shook his head back and went, <gasps> uh, yeah, Oh, no. shit. Before that, we come before that, I'm going to be walking up some hills with some boys. That's right. And then I'm going to go to Bali on my honeymoon. Are you? Yeah. Bali? Yeah, you know. It's a holiday destination that they used to give away on catchphrase. I know, right? That's how classy you are. It's quite classy, but I haven't been on holiday for about four years. So, not a, yeah, so that would be nice. That's really And lovely. it's a honeymoon, which is what you're supposed to do after you get married. And I'm pretty late Who are you going do with? that. Barley is also go something wife. you can make porridge with. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's like another type of kind of, yeah. yeah. I'm glad I got there first because I'm the porridge lady. <laughs> so It's if, you. <laughs> if you're not going to Barley. Yeah, if you're not going to Barley with, with me wife, and my wife. Then you have no excuse not yeah, exactly. to be at regular features live at the Canal Cafe Theatre on Monday the 1st of May. When you say the Canal Cafe Theatre really quickly, yeah. it sounds like you're saying something in Welsh. Yeah. Um, there we go. Do that. Uh, if you like any of that, you can give us some money. www.patreon.com forward slash regular features. Um, yeah, rating of viewers on iTunes. That, um, I, every other fucking podcast says it. It must help. Otherwise, why would they bother? Yeah. Do it. We can um, go to Logs Pub. It really does help. Yeah, it does, actually. Every three pounds you spend gives a pound. Yeah, I mean, like, don't just go to Logs don't, Pub. You can't, like, lie. go and buy a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't lie about where the money goes either. <laughs> Well, I was going to not lie about it. All it all goes to saving and cows. Thought, <laughs> I was doing on the side of his house. I was walking the tightrope between being vulgar and sounding vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> you spent a lot of time uh, of your life on that tightrope, mate. <laughs> I know, you? I know. Normally, the tightrope. I'm ha- normally, I've gone one leg either side of the tightrope, yeah. and it's garroting my groin. <laughs> Terry, take away that safety net. I will not be needing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Good night.